After more than 30 years of sitting in the interview chair and listening to people's stories, there's one thing I know for sure, and that is we are all walking around this human race carrying some form of trauma. And trauma creates stories, and sometimes those stories catch up with us, and the only way to tell a new story is to heal the trauma from which it was created. That's why I was so eager to have today's guest on the show. Kelsey Eigler is the co-founder and visionary behind the Empowered Healers Academy, where she and her partner Vanessa help train fellow trauma-informed healers. And boy, oh boy, does Kelsey have a story. I met Kelsey in a group mastermind, and I was immediately drawn to her. I was really curious, actually, because I knew that anyone running a trauma-informed healers academy had to have a story herself to tell. So I invited her on the show to share that story with us and what she's learned through storytelling that has helped her heal her own pain and make peace with some pretty dark and difficult experiences. Our conversation was frank and truthful, and Kelsey even revealed how her own healing has led to her creating a new name for herself, Ocean. It's an inside story we dive into during this interview, and it's pretty interesting. What's incredible is how many people Kelsey has been able to help as a result of healing her trauma and openly sharing her story. I could have talked to her all day long because I find this stuff fascinating, and I hope you will too. So let's get into this Inside Story podcast on healing trauma through stories with Kelsey Eigler, otherwise known as Ocean. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Inside Story Podcast with my dear friend, Kelsey Eigler, with me today from the Empowered Healers Academy. I cannot wait to dig into this conversation with you, and I'm so excited to finally have you sitting here next to me to do this conversation. So welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. I am, I'm really honored to be here. I feel very grateful. Well, you and I have been chatting about doing this for a, a while. Kelsey and I know each other from a... Uh, a mastermind that she and I were both a part of for a period of time. We got to know each other. And I, Kelsey, I remember when I first met you and the leader of our group, Jen, I like messaged her and I'm like, I totally have a girl crush on Chel- on Kelsey. And she, she's like, I know, I do too. And I'm like, she's just so badass. Like, I'm so intrigued by you. I wanted to know more about your story. The way you show up in the world is so, so authentic and so, um, I don't know, just kind of avant-garde, you know, just really yourself. And I know that this has taken a lot of work to do that because people, we, and you're going to talk about this today and talking about some of the trauma healing work that you do as a profession, but also what it's meant inside your own story to be able to show up that way. And I know so many of our listeners and people that work with me in light beamers and that are in our community, they're on that quest. You know, they're trying to figure out how to use the story and let it be something that empowers them so that they can show up fully in the world like like you do. So you're such an illustration of that. And it was one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to sit down and have this conversation with you today. So it's gonna be really juicy. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That really that hits my heart because I never was someone like in school. I was not the popular kid. I was totally a black sheep. I felt very introverted, very awkward. 
like someone who nobody would want to listen to. And so you're right. It has taken a lot to get to where I am now. And I just really appreciate that acknowledgement. And I hope to show other people what is possible. Like that's really my mission here. Yeah, that is. And that's really what our stories do, right? If you, when you really learn to harness the, st- the power of it, you can use that story to show others what is possible. So I, I want to dig into this because, um, you know, as I said, you and I met in a, in a business mastermind. So I'm quite aware of the Empowered Healers Academy and the type of training that you guys do but I know our audience isn't as aware. So would you give an introduction as to what the Empowered Healers Academy is and and what specifically you do there? Yeah, so EHA is, I mean, it is, it's a beast of its own. And we did not anticipate that it would become what it has and continues to become. So what we do is we work with practitioners who are primarily doing physical body work, so acupuncturists, massage therapists, and we show them how to uncover repressed emotions, unmet childhood needs, and unresolved trauma that is actually contributing to chronic physical symptoms. And we have taught, we kind of like beta tested it for a year to make sure, is this something that we can teach because it was something that we were experiencing in our own healing journey, V and I. V is my life partner and business partner, and she's an acupuncturist. And so she started to help people acknowledge these moments in their life, in their childhood that seemed maybe even insignificant and they were experiencing these profound healings like almost like spontaneous healings with physical chronic symptoms just by acknowledging these moments and it's cool because a lot of it is stories that we tell ourselves right or stories that have been kind of embedded upon us or stories that maybe we've looked at in a way that is actually limiting us rather than empowering us And so we're kind of helping people unwind what those stories are. But we realized like we had first, we had launched a program that was specifically one-to-one to to humans. And then we realized actually, if we really want to reach more people, it's the healers that we need to empower because by us accessing one healer, they're going to go and work with, you know, hundreds of clients and they're going to reach more people. And so we kind of launched it not knowing what it would become. And it's become incredible. And we have students around the globe and um, people who are healing things that nothing else had been able to help them resolve all by accessing just stories. Isn't that amazing? Yes, that's 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 what it is. And our body, our bodies carry those stories, you know, they carry those stories, uh, they carry it around like a really bad, heavy luggage. And that shows up as, you know, pain, stress, sadness, emotion, um, a lot of different ways it shows up for different people. And it's so, it's so powerful what you guys are doing. And I know you teach a particular method, the SIT method. And so do you want to share with everyone what the SIT method is? Yeah. Subconscious imprinting technique is what we have, uh, coined the modality. And so that's what we train people. So when they come through our academy, they become SIT practitioners and they can then use a very simple but effective, it's about 60 to 90 minute sessions that helps you uncover these moments in your life that are causing these symptoms. So yeah, it's powerful. So obviously we want to peel back the layers in a little bit. And this is what I've been, you know, really anxious to talk to you about is because even though we've been in that mastermind together and we've, you know, we follow each other and we chat from time to time, I've never really had a chance to sit down to you with you and just like get your story, which is why I wanted to do that today. And so, you know, I've always wondered, you know, for someone like you who goes into this healing work to really work to help, help people uncover those those traumatic stories or those stories that have been kind of piled onto us the way that we hold on to things in life and help people start to uncover that and heal it in a very empowering way. You, you had to do that work yourself. I know like you just, you can't be the teacher until you were first the student. And so what did your own journey look like? And what are you willing to share about your own trauma that led you to become a trauma-informed healer? Oh, this is so beautiful. Like, I actually just got goosebumps. The trauma really was the initiation for me. 
because I really believe that when we when we become resourced through a trauma, you can't help but want to help other people let go of their trauma as well. And so that's what happened. So I was actually a heavy equipment operator and that was just what I thought my life was going to be. I felt like a total badass. I was a woman in an industry that is very male dominated. And at that time, I still was really into animal Reiki and energy healing and things like that. But I really thought I was going to be a heavy equipment operator. And it got to the point though, where my soul was really starting to become restless and my physical body was really getting broken down. I had all sorts of chronic pain, uh, knee pain, shoulder pain, all sorts of things. And so I just felt this calling to go to Costa Rica by myself. And I thought, I'm going to go there and I'm going to I'm going to work with turtles and I wanted to help the turtles hatch and it was going to be this thing and I was going to find myself. And so I go on this adventure by myself, V, my partner, she stays home and it felt like a really big moment for me. And while I was down there, I I felt really, really homesick. Like this was like beyond homesick. This was like I was in a constant state of like panic and just tears were beneath the surface and I couldn't figure out why. And then I found out that my dad had died while I was down there. And it was only about six days into my trip. And so my whole world really stopped. And I don't even really remember how I got home. My 21 day trip was obviously cut short and I made it home. And I just couldn't figure out like what happened. Like, how did he die? He was he was young, like what really? Like it just, none of it made sense. And then my uncle sat me down and he handed me the suicide note. And I read through a five page document that was filled with just so much pain and so much anger and so much revenge, honestly, towards his uh, his wife. And so he had been with this woman ever since I was about three years old. And at this time when he passed away, when he took his life, I was, I believe, 25, 26. And so that was a long time that he was with her and the Obviously losing him was very traumatic, but this was really the second time that I felt like he had abandoned us, you know, because the first time was him staying with a woman who really abused us for so many years, whether it was uh, emotionally, um, just a lot of neglect in that way. And the amount of meaning that I, I took on as what is wrong with me? Like, why isn't my dad protecting me? Why isn't Why is he allowing this to happen? that was a lot and then to have him leave and to like fully leave this planet was it it, my world really did stop but there's something called post-traumatic growth and i don't know what causes someone to have post-traumatic growth versus someone who really gets stuck in ptsd this is something i'm very fascinated by but there was a point where i just suddenly got really curious about why would he do this and through the journey of just asking that question. And I think asking questions is, is the fastest way to create a new reality because questions create expansion, right? Most of us are living in contraction because we are living in conclusions of this is what life is. This is what I am. This is what my family is. But when you really just start to ask questions, it's amazing what starts to unfold. And through asking questions and through talking to my family, I actually discovered that my dad had endured a very significant trauma when he was about 13 years old and it was uh, incest. So it was a lot of deep sexual trauma. And I'll tell you, when I learned that he was a victim to incest, both um, as a perpetrator and a victim at such a young age, I experienced freedom in that moment. I experienced this incredible realization. It was almost like all of the shackles that I had been bound in just completely fell off because I realized all of the pain that he continued to inflict on us was only because there was something that he wasn't letting go of within himself. There was shame, there was humiliation, there was, you know, all of this trauma that he was holding on to that he hadn't let go of from when he was young. And so that's why he stayed with this woman. And that's why he ended up eventually taking his own life. Had he been able to really forgive himself, I don't think he would have ended up in this fate. 
And so after healing that and after coming to that awakening of, oh my gosh, like nothing's wrong with me. Like it wasn't me that was wrong. Like it, it, he was dealing with something. It really, it, it ignited something deep within me that wanted me to help others realize like there's, there's nothing wrong with you no matter what happened in your past, there's, there's nothing wrong with you and you can create whatever you want as long as you're not staying anchored in those old stories. So that's kind of an overview of, of the trauma that really became my initiation to step into this work. Oh, it's so powerful and, you know, powerful for you, right? That story that you've been able to dig into and discover shines a light for you because it sounds like it gave you peace in some way like it made sense like of course now all this 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 life that I've been living for so long with this man as my father makes more sense now and that's very freeing and it informed you in a way of how you were going to move forward in a positive way right like well then we're going to take this story and make it mean something and let it be something that we can share that's actually going to help people instead of continuing to hurt people you know, and that's what you would, you, and everybody gets this choice, right? Like when we have these stories, like you came at that crosswords where you're like, okay, this story of my dad's suicide is either going to be something that I just hang on to and use. And it'd be the reason why I go and screw up my life now, you know, I'm going to go be an angry person the rest of my life. And, the, and a lot of people make that choice, not really knowing they have another choice sometimes, you know, and the other angle of that is, or you can get curious and ask a lot of questions and dig into it and, and perhaps find healing in the answers, which is so beautiful because that was the path that you ended up going on. And that's so, and it's so true about our stories that they really will empower us to make beautiful decisions, but we have to do the hard work of digging into them. And it sounds like you've done a lot of the hard work <laughs> digging into that. And so, I mean, clearly that, that pushed you then into doing this work with, with V, with Vanessa to do this in Empowered Healers Academy and building all the things that you have built since then. It's just really this desire then to help other people understand their own trauma. Yeah. And it really happened because so after he ended up killing himself I actually ended up developing chronic migraines and so that was where like the physical component started to expose itself and through a whole bunch of tests and really being um, I would say let down by western medicine I really felt hopeless like what 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 am I going to do if my whole life is never knowing when I'm going to get taken out by a chronic migraine and for anyone who's dealt with migraines or a migraine specifically, it's a wild experience because you start to lose your vision and you know within like 15 minutes, you're either going to be throwing up or like you need to get to a dark room fast. And so these migraines started to come up and they had put me on like the highest level of pain medicine and nothing was working, nothing was helping. And V had actually through divine synchronicity found a podcast about repressed emotions and how they can cause havoc on the physical body. And so it made sense that it could have to do with the grief of losing my dad. But what V ended up uncovering was this random memory from when I was 12 years old. And it had to do with my dad giving me an iPad for my birthday or an iPod touch it was. And he so he gives me this for my birthday, but he says to me, don't tell Donna, my stepmom, because she'll she'll get mad that I bought this for you. And so I had to kind of like keep this secret that was also associated to this joy. And when she helped me forgive that moment and bring acknowledgement to that moment, such a random, seemingly insignificant time in my life, I've never had a migraine since. And that honestly blew our minds. Like what? And how, how could this iPod touch have had any, and, and having to keep this secret, what does this have to do with migraines? And so that's where we really became obsessed with not only letting go of trauma and becoming empowered, but letting go of pain that the trauma or little T traumas, like that didn't seem like a trauma, but to be told to keep a secret as it pertains to receiving and joy, what does that tell a child? What does that tell a teenager? 
And so these migraines, what I actually started to uncover was they were actually showing up in incidences where I was like this one time I bought a chocolate bar and I like, I was almost like, I don't know if I should. And then I got a migraine and I was like, I associated, I'm like, it must be the sugar, right? You go into bargain and I'm like, it must be the sugar in the chocolate bar. And then these instant, these things kept happening and I would get these migraines and it was all associated to whatever that was of holding on to that secret as it pertained to receiving or, or getting something. And so that was really what like lit us up is if you can heal migraines, what else can you heal? And so that's kind of really been our mission. And we've, we've seen the wildest things resolve. Not always. Sometimes it is really a physical symptom and you can do the emotional work and it doesn't budge. But a lot of times there is an emotional root cause associated to physical pain and migraines are like, I think we could literally run our entire academy helping people around the globe just heal migraines. <laughs> well, and you know, there's science behind this too, because I mean, there's been a lot of studies on how our bodies do like literally carry trauma and old stories and past experiences into physical pain in the body. And so, you know, I, I'm a believer over here. I totally believe that that is it, all of our, it's a mind, body, spirit connection, and physical pain is not just physical pain. Like a broken arm, that's physical pain. Like that's not something from, but there are times, you know, uh, from migraines or, or, you know, back pain or stomach aches or whatever they may be, um, or muscle pain, whatever it is that you, it, it's worth digging into alternative roots. And so I am just like sitting here thinking, man, here Kelsey is, you know, in your mid, mid twenties never having thought that you were going to like do anything besides run heavy machinery, this ma major event happens in your life and it takes you on this journey to where you're so far removed now from running a, a heavy equipment, you know, and, and living that life in Canada, you, you, your life has changed a lot. And I don't, you know, again, I, I've only seen you in the the latter parts, I uh, didn't know you when all of this was unfolding. So ha have you had time to really reflect back on how much your life and how you live it has changed in just the last several, two or three years as a result of, I mean, how long ago was that when your dad died? We're coming up, I believe it's either six or seven years. It was 2015. So yeah, we're coming up on seven years. Seven years. So yeah, like that's pretty massive when you think about what can happen to somebody in a positive way once, sometimes when these negative things happen, but as a result of you doing the work, what is, how would you say your life has changed the most? Oh my God. Besides the fact that you're not running heavy equipment operating, you know, you're not operating heavy equipment anymore. You're running this really empowering healers academy and like crushing it on the business side of things but besides that oh my gosh that is that is such a beautiful question and i do reflect on it a lot because there's moments where i have like do you ever get this where you like have a moment where you're like whoa if i would have made a different decision things would look very different and i i get like shocked sometimes like you know with heavy equipment operating comes drinking comes a lot of fast food and comes cigarettes and so just from healing i just those things just don't they're not part of your life they're just not and it wasn't like i went out on a mission to stop eating a bunch of fast food or smoking cigarettes it was just when you're not running or operating on that kind of programming or belief of that that's what my body deserves you just don't need those things anymore so like on a physical realm there's just there's just so much more like cleanliness i'm talking in relationships i'm talking in my the food that i eat in the music that i listen to it's like everything is literally lighter and i would say one of the greatest is my relationships with v because through that experience that i had growing up and witnessing what i what i was shown love is I actually have a tattoo on my ribs that says true love is cruel love because that was what I believed so deeply. And by letting all of that programming go and that story about what love is, I mean, I have one of the most unreal relationships where we are like 
I would say we are like a we're like a micro power couple. <laughs> and that that is really what's changed because when you watch your parents attract, you know, or or stay in abusive relationships, you can go down the same path and I almost did. And so one of the biggest changes would be my relationship and how loving and honest and open and supportive it is. And as a result of having that, really being able to show up in business and not having social anxiety. I mean, social anxiety would be a big change as well. Um, procrastination and perfectionism, like just so many things. Chronic pain that I dealt with, like all of the weird pain that I had in my body, um, a lot of that has resolved. And so it's like, it's it's truly when... I heard a, uh, I think it's Toby Mac, your story could be the key that unlocks someone else's prison. And I really believe that, but it, when you tell your story and it empowers you, it also unlocks your own prison as well. Oh, totally. Without, without a doubt. Yes. I mean, even if you had never gone on to create the Empowered Healers Academy and worked with others to help them heal their trauma and their pain and now teach practitioners how to do this in their own practices. Let's just say you never did any of that. Let's just say you went on to continue working as a heavy equipment operator, but decided to live the clean life and not drink and not do all those things and still just crush it at your job as, you know, running this heavy equipment and being happy doing so. That would, and, 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 you know, continuing to have this beautiful relationship with V and like, just live your life and pay your bills. Like didn't even have to be extraordinary. That would have been enough. It would have been enough because just that moment of you healing and under making your dad making sense to you, you know, and, and this really is, I think a beautiful gift. Um, you know, I lost my dad a couple of years ago. Uh, it'll be two years in, in April and, now that someone isn't here and my dad carried around, I, you have answers to your dad that I don't have, you know, and I'm curious about that. Like, I, I really wish we would have been able to find out what, what was he, what was he so scared of? You know, what was his big trauma? What was his big pain? Because he had a life that clearly carried that around. What a gift that is to you to have that healing and then you could have gone on and just lived a very peaceful, happy, joy-filled, love-filled life without ever teaching it to someone else and it would have been enough. But the fact that you get to teach it and facilitate it to other people, that's truly where it it's so, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm in the same space. So I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but how I would describe it is just purely... Um, it's tenfold, like all the, all the good stuff comes back to you tenfold. How do you describe the fact that you get to go and facilitate and teach this stuff to other people and witness their transformations as a result? What does that mean to you? Oh my gosh. It, when you see someone go through the program and you even just see how bright they look at the end or some of them like, like inflammation is gone. It's not like they came in wanting to heal inflammation. It's just that they somehow end up looking younger and brighter after letting go or acknowledging some of these things. And it does not get old. It just, it really doesn't get old. It, and I'll, I will admit though, that there's a very big difference between awakening people to heal their trauma and really access what is possible and running a business. And so the entrepreneurial <laughs> side of things, <laughs> that's true. It's clouded a couple you know, it's clouded my vision a couple times because now I'm focusing on building a team and putting content out and filling the classes. And so it's, there's, there's a balance and I've definitely been pulled into, into the entrepreneurial side a little bit more. Um, and dealing with some of those challenges that I'll admit has clouded some of the the feel good feels, right? Because this is a whole other beast. But it is it is powerful. There's nothing else I would I would rather be committed to, you know. Well, you know, it is one of the things. Again, one of the things that I've always admired about you, and this is where my girl crush comes in, is because I see you, and I'm just like, what does this girl not know how to do? Like she's really brainiac creative. Like this is how I see you. Um, you are so highly, highly creative. Your ideas are all good. <laughs> At least the ones that you put out, right? I'm sure there's some that get left on the editing room floor. I get how that is, but you know, you, 
your visually the way you present your brand is just always so sharp and cool and like very badass you know and it's like I'm just always amazed at how you do create content and how you put yourself out there and just some of the videos that you guys will do and I'm always and of course I'm a champion for those things I'm always over here trying to get other people to do it as well but you just do it seemingly effortlessly Yet I also know, like you even say, you know, you're actually just this big introvert, you know, that you've had to figure out how to not have the social anxiety to go and do these things to build this business so that you can help more people and overcome your own awkwardness. And like you said, you weren't the cool kid in, in school. And, you know, so how did you how did you do that? Because that's what people want to know, too. There's so many people in this audience that I think would classify themselves as an introvert or feel very uncomfortable about putting themselves out there, sharing the story. And like, you just do it effortlessly. Does there, was there something that finally clicked in your brain that helped you do that? Or was it just practice over time? What was it for you? What was your experience? Okay. So the greatest thing for introverts, this is what I experienced, is just recording your story in video or doing Facebook lives and posting it. So what a lot of people don't see because now it looks like I'm just very natural on camera and I am like I can talk on camera. It's totally fine. Um, but like what people don't actually see is that I did a 30 day live video challenge many years ago. And this was as I was going through all of this healing, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. I want to share this with like anybody that will listen. And so honestly, I was like, I was young and naive and I was like, just totally uh, like nothing, nothing really phased me. I just wanted to share and I hadn't been um, jaded by the industry at all. I had no training. I literally was just showing up completely authentic with zero training. And I think that was what really helped me is that I was literally just going on video every single day and sharing the story about how I was healing. And then other people were watching this and they were so connected and they were like, oh my gosh, you're helping me put put words to what I'm experiencing or what I experienced. And it was sharing my dad's story and the story about incest that really at that time it got like over a thousand views and I was like oh my gosh I went viral and I thought it was just such a big deal and <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> all these people were reaching which out which it was a big deal it, even if totally. a thousand views is is a big deal you know yeah, like yeah true <laughs> yeah and a lot of people reached out of how much that had helped them but it, it really helped me to just, as an introvert, you're only, you're alone, you're talking to yourself and you get to be what you, what you truly are. Because like in group circumstances, that's where I tend to be more quiet and I tend to be more withdrawn and I'm more of a wallflower. But in video, I could be my fullest expression of me. And so that is the advice that I would give to somebody is be the fullest expression of you on video alone in your living room and practice that. And eventually it becomes really natural. And then eventually now I can be in groups and I'm my fullest expression of me because I've practiced so many times and showed my nervous system that it's safe. You know, it's safe to be in the fullest expression of you. You're not going to be rejected. You might get some trolls online. That definitely has happened. But for the most part, people really celebrate seeing you putting yourself out there and they celebrate your story. It's so true. And, you know, we practice this all the time inside the Light Beamers community. Every single Wednesday, I put a, a video prompt out there for the, for people to, you know, just, hey, go talk about this today on video and do it inside of our community if you want that safe, private, you know, kind of in the living room, behind closed doors feeling for us right now, like that gives everybody a space to do that. And absolutely, that's why we do that, because I know that that is what helps people move through the fear and the uncomfortability of, you know, oh, other people are watching and all that stuff. But you've got to bust through that if you really want to get to the point of what you're doing, which is like, I just want to share the story. I just want to help people, right? Like, that's really what it's about. And so I love that you said that that helped you as a, you know, as an introvert, someone who found that to be quite uncomfortable because you do it so well now because you've you saw that it worked and that people just connected with you 
over this story, which was, you know, that's what happens. Like when we share our stories, that's what happens is people just connect naturally because we're all humans living this human experience. And when we share the human story, some human's going to respond and they're going to respond positively. And you, you know, you, 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 you were a witness to that and you experienced that. And so that's obviously been a big part of you, obviously, too, growing your business and, and making it so successful. So what do you, what are the two of you working on next? Like what is coming up like new for 2022 and beyond? Like anything juicy to share? Yeah, we've reached the point. Okay. So this is actually really funny because when, when I first kind of learned about how you can create an online business, I was like, I want to be a business coach, but I had no right to be a business coach because I never, I I didn't know what business was even like. And so I had worked with a few clients and it, it, it was okay, but I wasn't teaching from experience. And so that's the next level. We're going to continue to run the certification and we're actually teaching facilitators how to run it so that we can evolve to our next level and our next level is helping others who really want to create their own movement authentically rawly like not like anybody else i think that's what we have done really well um their own movement that's on their heart and really access that next level because i know a lot of practitioners who we work with one-to-one work eventually they're growing out of that and so how can we help them reach that level and it's been a real blessing to be able to have like a six-figure business i i really am just like i'm mind blown that my company supports us it's it it, what a gift and i really want to help others access that as well and i think through the launches that we've helped uh, some of our friends do and the launches that we've had I think now we're actually in a space where we have a lot to share and and it's going to be exciting to help others join us at their next level so that's kind of what we're working on and then V is also you might be interested in have you heard of family constellation work no well maybe no I think I've heard of it but I don't know what it is I mean I can assume what it is but tell me okay so it's It's a very bizarre experience, Um, not to sell it short, but it is a weird experience (laughs) (laughs) where you're basically healing generational traumas that have happened within your family lineage. And when you talked about your dad, I thought you might be able to get some answers with family constellation work. So look into it if there's anyone in your area that does it because it's fascinating. Um, And so V is going to be focusing on doing a mentorship to help practitioners uh, be able to facilitate family constellations because that work is it's pretty powerful as well that's so cool so many good things so many good things um I love I love that you are moving into being that business teacher for your practitioners or anyone else in your in your world that wants to learn that aspect of it because you have built a very the two of you have built a very successful business and you've done it uh, definitely totally renegade style, right? Like you haven't subscribed to all. And this is, why, again, why I just am so drawn to you because I've always tried to do that myself. Like I don't know how else to do things other than just how I do them. You know, like if it makes sense to me, then that's a yes. If it doesn't make sense to me, even though on paper or all the gurus said you should do this, if it doesn't make, I, I lead with my intuition always. And I'm like, if that does not make sense to me, then I'm not doing it. And like you, like, I don't know how I got here, but you know, I'm leading a very successful business that, that is full of yeses instead of a whole bunch of like, Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. So, you know, now have I done that occasionally? Yes. Of course I get off track, but by and large, I think it's, it's so important to just do it your way. And then you get to teach other people to go do that too, because that's the empowerment piece, right? You get to teach them, you know, certainly there's certain things about your business that you need to know. You need to track your numbers. You need to work with a good CPA. Like there's certain things that are just smart. You need to hire a team. There's certain things that are just really good business building blocks, but then there's also ways to build a movement like what you guys have done just by truly sharing your story and sharing the passion and like 
leaning into your intuition and doing it your way. So I'm so excited to, to like hear that you're going to step into that more and more. Yeah, I love what you said, because for us, it's been intuition as well. And even those times where we've been kind of led off the path, we've learned something and it's it's made us more valuable as leaders. So it's like, even when you're off the path by accident or you have a fail, it's really just more ammunition for you to help. It's more stories for you to tell to to help other people. So yeah, I love that you said that too, because there's a lot of stuff that, like you said, the gurus are like, you have to do this. And it's like, that really doesn't feel good. And I think if you try to fit into that, it's, it's not going to go well. That's, that's what we've experienced. It doesn't go well. <laughs> that is very exciting. So I can't wait to see, to see that evolution of where you're going next. And so there's always like some inside stories that I like to get out of people. And one that I want to ask you about is something, and I don't know the story behind this, so I really want to hear more about it. But, you know, I've known you as Kelsey um, ever since we met, you, you were Kelsey to me and Kelsey Eigler and Vanessa. Uh, but you are coming to the table now saying that you prefer to be known as Ocean. And that is a story that something lately has evolved in you. So tell me about this name change and moving away from being known as Kelsey and into this moniker of Ocean. Yeah. So are you familiar with like alter egos? And the yes. use of alter egos. Yeah. So yes. I didn't really yes, know. Yes, I am. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. But when I was 16, I actually worked at a call center and I I was, again, introverted. And you had to do outbound calls and make these phone calls to get, yeah, to get people to buy or to get business owners to buy into this random magazine. So I'm like a kid, like literally a kid that was kicked out of school trying to do this total introvert. And the, the manager of this floor, he said, come to my, come over to my, to my desk. And he comes over and he said, listen, for the rest of the day, you're not Kelsey. Okay. You're going to introduce yourself as Storm. Okay. Storm Lee. And I was like, okay. And my whole posture changed. And I go back to my desk and I start making phone calls as Storm. And that was a very powerful thing that he had shared with me that you can literally change your entire identity and the way that you show up just through a different name and the identity that comes with that name, whatever you associate to it. And so suddenly I went from being like really insecure and really shy and really quiet to really outgoing and very powerful. And I was Storm. And so Storm was always a name that V and I mostly knew about. And I've shared that story within our trainings, but it, it was my alter ego. And earlier this year, I realized that that alter ego wasn't actually serving me anymore because Storm was a bit a bit hard. Storm was a bit harsh, um, a little bit maybe too gritty. And so I just had this, I had this very intense spiritual, sexual um, awakening within myself. And I was sitting in my yard and I was journaling about how it's time for Storm to go because uh, there's there's like a new version of me that was really coming forward and this version is is powerful and it can it can it's it's like the ocean it can you know take build take buildings down with one riptide but also can be so calm in the next moment and I just it was just this complete flow and I just started writing out ways to spell ocean and I have that cut out and put into my journal as I turned 30 this year, just last week, Ocean really just started to awaken something within me. And so V started to call me Ocean. And then some of my friends started to call me Ocean. And every time that I hear it, it's like, it's like an alter ego, but it's not an alter ego because it's actually my truth. And um, yeah, it's just, it really resonates with my soul. So Ocean is my preferred name. I love it. It just completely ignites me. And I feel like it really represents a lot of what I'm stepping into. That is so beautiful. Have you read Todd Herman's book, The Alter Ego Effect? Yeah. So I found, I read it uh, and then I went to his event in San Diego. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. And so that was what allowed me to put words to what had happened with Storm. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is an actual thing. Yeah. I always think about it too with, um, with Beyonce, you know, Beyonce, the mega star, she's like Sasha Fierce on stage. 
and she's talked a lot about this in interviews is that, you know, she's actually kind of this quiet, humble person. But like when we think of Beyonce, we're like, that's not <laughs> Beyonce is this amazing powerhouse singer and she commands the stage and all of that. But she's talked about developing that, that alter ego of Sasha Fierce that allows her to get on stage and be fierce. But what I love about what you're saying with Ocean is that it's not, it is an alter ego, but yet it's not. It's almost like a coming home back to who you really are. And that feels, it feels exactly what you should have been called all along, almost. That's so beautiful. And how did you come up with the spelling? Because it's different. It's O apostrophe T-I-O-N. Yeah, so I was like writing down different ways to spell ocean and... It just literally one day it just hit me and it was like, that's it. Like that, that is actually my name. So, and then V had this beautiful piece of resin art made for my birthday. It just blew my mind. I'll send you a picture. And it's this massive, basically a globe. And it's got like, it, it just looks like a massive ocean and it's, it's powerful. It, it feels like a power piece of art. Well, I love it because there's so much flow and energy and grounding you know, to it. Like there's a lot of just really good connective tissue there. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And we grew up in the prairies and so there's no ocean at all. And then our company actually allowed us and COVID and everything that happened, we actually moved to a small village, a coastal village in Canada that we didn't even know existed. It's like this magical little place. And so the ocean has been so incredibly healing for us. And so I'm, I'm certain that that has something to do with it as well. We spent a lot of time in the ocean this summer and it was, it was really beautiful and really invigorating. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing just who you are, you know, and your journey and how stories have impacted your life and are impacting the powerful work that you do at Empower he Empowered Healers Academy. Um, we're going to link up all your channels, uh, but is there anything in particular you want to send somebody to if they want to learn more? Is there like a juicy spot to, to land in your world where they could get started? Our YouTube channel has a lot of content that has been really helpful for a lot of people. So if you go to our YouTube channel, um, Empowered Healers Academy on YouTube. There's so much free content on there. And then if you are uh, really like what we say is you have the soul of a healer and the heart of a renegade, we do have a podcast as well that is very, very raw. And it's really sharing, just peeling the layers back about it's really is storytelling from our uh, personal journey and experience. And so uh, there's a lot of cool content in that. If you're an entrepreneur, listen to uh, episode, I think it was episode two. It was the second episode we ever did. And it's about quitting. And that one has been really, really well received. So I love the heart of the renegade podcast. I listen to it all the time. It's one that I keep on my rotation. Um, you know, I'm often sending you a little message after I listen to one of them, those that resonate and I'm like, Oh, these are so good. So I, I will attest that it's a great podcast to listen to. And it is raw. It's very raw, actually. And I admire you for that because it's hard, you know, to to really share stories. And I've experienced it even producing this podcast for the last a little bit over a year now. And that was my intention. You know, I'm like, I've been doing this work with people for so long, but I've been doing it to pull their stories out. And I wanted to see what would it be like for me to kind of, turn the tables on me and pull my own stories out of me. And so a lot of my solo episodes, not all of them, some of them I try to teach and share some really good, you know, helpful teaching content on the show, but there have been a lot of, a lot of opportunities for me to share some of my stories on, on this podcast and let it be, just let it be, let it be messy, let it be, you know, in the moment and just real, but I really admire the way you guys run your podcast. It's so good. So we will link up all the things in our show notes. And of course, once we share this episode out on social media, we'll tag you and people can find you easily that way as well. But thank you, Ocean, for being with us today. Thank you so much. This was awesome. And maybe we'll have to have you on our podcast and you can share your raw story as well. That would be a lot of fun. I, I welcome the opportunity, my friend, cool. anytime. Thank you so much. All right. 
Thank you. Thanks to everybody for being with us today on the Inside Story podcast. I hope that if if anything, if nothing else, like this this episode gets you thinking about a story you may be carrying around that is time to be healed. It's time to let go of the pain, the trauma, and let it out into the light. And what is that story for you? Get curious, ask questions, and go on that healing journey. And we will be cheering for you every step of the way. Everyone have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week right here on the Inside Story Podcast. See you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.